0: Hello, welcome back. My name is Asusena, and this is episode four. As I've mentioned before, I'm a graduate student at Northwestern University in the Master of Public Health program. Today, we are going to talk about reasons why Alzheimer's disease is relevant to public health. We're also going to revisit some of the topics I discussed throughout this podcast. This is episode four, and it is the last episode of this podcast. As we are closing, I'd like to say that I hope this was a space for learning and empathy for all my listeners. I am grateful to have the opportunity to talk about such an important topic. This podcast was possible with the support of my mentor and project supervisor, Gina Curry. Gina Curry is the founder of Healthy Washington Heights. Healthy Washington Heights is a nonprofit organization established to support Washington Heights and surrounding neighborhoods in Chicago. Alzheimer's disease is one of many topics discussed in the Healthy Washington Heights organization. Shedding light on Alzheimer's disease is an important topic for Healthy Washington Heights because the community it serves is 96% African-American. And research suggests that African-Americans suffer from dementia at a two to one ratio when compared to a white counterpart. In other words, African-Americans are at a higher risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease has no cure but there are ways to delay or prevent Alzheimer's disease. Furthermore, an early diagnosis can provide families the opportunity to prepare for caregiving, planning, and financial challenges. Although we did not talk about the interventions in this podcast, I encourage my listeners to talk to their doctor about ways to delay or prevent Alzheimer's disease. Before we continue, let's revisit the definition of Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease is the most common type of dementia. It is a progressive disease beginning with mild memory loss and possibly leading to loss of the ability to carry on a conversation and can seriously affect a person's ability to carry out daily activities. It is a disease of the brain that leads to problems with memory, thinking, and behavior. Please note that Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia are not a normal part of aging. The progression of Alzheimer's disease typically requires full-time care, which the majority of the time is offered by a friend or family member at no cost. This type of caregiving is known as informal caregiving. As a reminder, informal caregiver refers to individuals who provide care without compensation and are typically friends or family members. Together, family and friends create a village. In episode two and three, we talked about the value of creating a village. The purpose of this village is to distribute caregiving responsibilities. For episodes two and three, I incorporated conversations that I had with Dr. O'Connor and a group of informal caregivers. Although the interviews were conducted in different settings and different people were involved, The concept of creating a village was consistent in both groups. In both groups, we acknowledge the extreme demands of caregiving and the resilience of caregivers through its very difficult journey. It is not rare for people to rise to the occasion and meet the demands of caregiving with or without others. However, I encourage my caregivers to feel empowered to ask for help and accept the support of others. Allow yourself to feel tired and take breaks when you need them. By asking or accepting the support of others, you are creating your village, which provides the opportunity to alleviate stress and pressure, which are commonly associated with caregiving responsibilities. I think that leaning on others also allows caregivers to continue their contribution to other responsibilities such as work or school. That being said, having the support of a village may be a great strategy to prevent or minimize mental and physical challenges as well as presenteeism. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. As a reminder, throughout this podcast, we talked about common caregiver experiences, as well as the importance of creating a village. I am aware that creating a village is not easy, but if you have the opportunity to help or be helped, I encourage you to feel empowered to work as a team in order to meet the demands of caregiving. Before ending, I'd like to thank Dr. O'Connor for her contribution to this podcast, as well as the group of informal caregivers for being willing to share their experiences. Lastly, I thank Ms. Gina Curry for making this podcast possible. For more information, visit www.healthywashingtonheights.org.